My name is Pratish Vasa, and I have been rejected from every single out-of-state school that I applied to. Ooh, that, that takes a doozy to say, I'm going to be honest. Um, I, I was thinking a lot about whether filming this or not, and whether what people are going to think about me, what people are going to say about me. But I definitely do think this is something that should be talked about and talked about more, in fact, with students instead of just people older than us telling us what we should think and what we should feel. So I wanted to come with my story. I have, as many people know, born and grew up in Arizona. I went to the school. I went to my school. I've been in it since fifth grade. So I basically grew up there, you know, and I think ever since seventh or eighth grade, I've always been pushing myself or I would want to think I have been pushing myself. I always aim to have the best GPA possible. I always aim to have the best grades. And college was always something that I saw and I thought I could do with my capabilities. I had high hopes, you know. I remember in eighth grade, everyone's talked. I remember someone telling me that, you know, you're all in base. Like, basis was considered like people think that basis is like the smart kid school, right? Like, we're all smart and whatnot. That's not true. I think base is the same as any other high school, in my opinion. But people did consider basis being the smart high school. And then um, people are always like, basis kids always go to the best colleges or whatever. But any school has that. Maybe more percentage of basis students do because they pressure themselves with the environment. At least in my school, they did. But there's also a factor that you, you're all, although you all go to basis, you're all going to end up at ASU, at least like for us, right? ASU, since we live, since we're in Chandler, Arizona. And I always thought that was complete BS. I thought that that wouldn't be me. That wouldn't be me at all, you know, because it's not that ASU is a bad school. ASU is a great school and I'm completely fine. And I'm completely happy taking my life to the next four years in that chapter. I'm close to home. I'm going to be able to community. I'm able to stay local, you know, like, and do a lot more stuff at ASU. There's so many new people to meet. That's what the that's one of the greatest things about ASU. Ninety thousand students, a lot of people, maybe a lot of new podcast members. I really hope people join the podcast, but we'll see about that. But back to my topic. Go then. I always I remember in eighth grade, I was like, no way. I want to go to a great school, less acceptance rates, home like a school that like not many people like like a top tier school. You know, like one of the best in the country. And then. I went through my freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year, freshman, sophomore, freshman year, mostly about grades. I had very few extracurriculars. Sophomore year kind of dabbled in some, but COVID hit, right? And then junior year, things started really hitting me with extracurricular wise. And same thing with senior year. And now I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but people would consider that at my school, people do know me as being really involved with the school, really involved with all the extracurriculars. And a lot of people think I'm going to go to like these racing colleges, you know? And so let me start off with senior year. So I, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I have. I have. I have a good GPA. I'm not saying that. I and I have good extracurriculars. I, I had. I had two clubs that I was in charge of, and I ran, and it, it went. They went well, in my opinion. Obviously, there are ups and downs, but overall, my experience was amazing. Obviously, I didn't do it for the college. And I think that kind of showed in my essays, which is, in my opinion, I think is the best thing. The biggest thing that why colleges aren't accepting me. And so going through all senior year, write my essays and everything like that. Now I'm not having school at the time right now. And I'm just kind of relaxing, doing some other stuff, work, internship, stuff like that. So the, and then like focus on the podcast and whatnot. But um, decisions started coming out, I think, last week. And 
two of the schools I thought I would get in, I easily just got waitlisted, and I got rejected from three other schools so far. So I'm a I'm a good. I got into ASU, thank God, but um, I'm. It's it's I'm 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 very shocked. I am, because I'm not trying to be like oh I have all these. I have all these. Uh, I'm so I'm so good. They should be they should be lucky to have me or no. I don't have a. I don't have that. Obviously, maybe there's a little bit of me that thinks that way, but I'm obviously not the most part. But I did have to get humbled. I remember opening my first two schools. I thought we'd get into easily, both getting waitlisted, and I was just shocked. And really, I, I that kind of burned my hopes for the rest of my schools because right now I have three ring schools, all very top tier schools and I don't want to say the names because I don't want to I don't want to expose myself even further but um I'm expecting a rejection from all three to be honest and I expect myself to go to ASU for my next four years and just grappling with that fact is really hard I'm not saying ASU is a bad school oh I'm super like oh I'm super smart I'm super capable no but having all these expectations on yourself from eighth grade all the way throughout high school, thinking that I'm going to work hard, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to go to a great college, no matter what, you know? And having all that cripple in, like, less than two weeks is shattering. And I know I've been told that there's so many different factors. It's not your fault. You can try this. Like, it's it's okay. You'll do good wherever you go. And I get that. But it's all about the mental strength, right? <clears throat> because it's really easy to think about being a failure. And I know other students who don't get in their dream schools. Like, I know how that feels. And I think that's something we should talk about more and bring more to light. People always say oh, college is not a big deal. College is not this. College is not that. It's just a small part of your undergrad. No one cares after a few years. Maybe that's true. But the amount of students I feel that, I, I think there's a lot of people that feel the way I feel about being super down and super just, like, I guess, demoralized and lost confidence. And that should be definitely be something to address, you know? Obviously, this is a, this is a pain that will pass. I'm not saying it won't, and I'm. And for anyone going through this, I'm here for you, and I feel your pain, and I know what it feels like. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like, man, this sucks. And me thinking about, I applied to nine schools, yeah. And me thinking about, I'm going to accept into one out of nine. Every other school rejected me. It's shattering so hard. And it also sucks because a lot of people think I'm going to go somewhere good, you know? Everyone, like, at least people I talk to sometimes. Like, people that don't know me too well, but, like, people that, like, know of me, like, at school, right? They're always like, hey, what college did you get into? What college did you get into? I'm like, I always say I'm still waiting because I'm, I'm too embarrassed of the fact that I got rejected and waitlisted from all my schools so far. And this may be a shock to some people. And I know people, like, I know one person was, like, thinking that, Man, if you should get in, how do I have a shot? That is completely, don't think that at all. I'm not trying to discourage anyone saying that, oh, if I can't get in, you can't in. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm just talking, I just want to talk about the story and the process of what my mental state went through. So I'll, let me go back to the, so when I got the, so my first three schools last week, uh, two waitlisted and a rejection. Um, yeah, I broke. I broke for a whole day. And I don't think, I know it's, it sounds silly to some people, maybe, that college broke me, but I've never felt this much disappointment before. And it kind of piles up, you know, because I'm not saying I put pressure on myself, but I, I think I, maybe I do, I don't know. But I think just being in, just seeing other people do something that you weren't able to do, it's kind of like, what the hell? Why can't I do this? They, they do. Like, I always, my mentality is, if I work hard enough, I will get it. 
And the thing is with these colleges, right? I feel like I didn't work hard enough. And that's what's eating me up the most, like the regret part. Definitely my essays could have been worked harder. I could have talked to my teachers more. I could have just showed more of the stories because I have, my mom always told me, you have the ingredients. You got to make, you got to make the like the spicy curry, you know, you got to make it taste good. It's time to do that. And it sucks that I wasted all that, you know, because I've had good stories to tell. I know that I've had good experiences in the last two years that I can write about my essays. And maybe I didn't tap into that fully. And when I see other people getting to schools that I got rejected from, it sucks. I'm not going to lie. That jealousy feeling is there and I'm envious so much because I wanted to go to, I want to go out of state. So I want to go out of state so much. Right. And I guess the fact that there's not even one school out there that would accept me, it really demoralizes you and really sucks. So that day I was just screaming, yelling, punching walls, punching my pillow just trying to let it all out, you know, like, because I, I don't, I feel like I don't have a proper mechanism to just let out my anger. Yes, people say working out. Yes, people say boxing. Yes, people say like sports or something. But that just didn't work for me, you know. I, I, I just needed something to feel to let all my anger out and like all my frustration because I, I just feel so much. And it's not healthy to a point. I think we're all pressuring. I think, at least for me, I was pressuring myself. I don't know. Right now to this day, I still, no, right not to this day, so I still think that I should have worked harder and I should have done better at this and I can feel less regret. Because the way I see it, right, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if any of you see it this way, but it's the fact that if I work my hardest and I don't get it, that's God's will, man. Like, you know, that's, that's not my control and that's okay. And like colleges is like that, yes, but I feel like I could have done way better on most of my essays. I think that's, and that's the biggest thing. So I'm telling anyone younger, Trust me, guys, don't go through the same thing I went through. Trust me, this regret does not feel good. And this pain does not, it will go away, but it does not feel good having it. And you will lose your confidence. And anyone younger, junior, sophomore, freshman, I'm not saying stress about college. No, I'm just saying work your best. Trust me. If you do something and you don't feel like you work your best, that's going to eat you up so much. And I want to, I'm going to change topics soon and like talk about how to handle that. If you do get a situation, because obviously for the people that are in my situation, we got to figure out how to fix this. Right. But anyone younger than me, anyone about to go in this college season, work your butt off guys. Trust me. Like no, no, like, like have you never done before work so hard that no matter if you get rejected from safety school, you feel, okay, it wasn't meant for me. Then I worked hard to get in. And if it, they don't accept me, that's it. That's it. You know, trust me, do not fall in the same trap that millions of other students before us and now have gone into being lazy with college stuff. At least like, at least in my experience, at least for me, I was lazy, you know, don't do the same things I did and really focus on and really take a deep dive. Right. Colleges is about your story, what you want to say to them, what makes you get candid to them. Remember, I was always being told college is like a business. They, they look for different factors, but they also want to find the perfect student that fits their campus. So the only way to do that properly is to really express yourself, express what you enjoy, not what your parents enjoy, not what your teachers enjoy, but you enjoy and what you think is the best thing for you. You know, what are you passionate about? It can be anything. Anyone can make a living off their passion. If they're passionate about it, it will work out. That's what I believe. If I'm, if I'm passionate about this, it will come to a successful point in my career, no matter what it is, you know? 
So really take that deep dive down. Think about what makes you happy. What makes you passionate. Don't do stuff because you're forced to. That won't give any good at saying you're going to reject it in every single college you apply to. Trust me. Take the time. Reflect deep down and do that. Okay? I think I'm going to go into... I'll, I'll see if there's any more points to come back to that later. But right now, I guess I'll go through my mental process. So I think I said this already before. But like I said, I was broken. I was being, I was full of regret, frustration. And it sucks because I think one thing that hurts the most is seeing the disappointment in your parents' faces. You know? Like they don't, they always say, we, we still love you. We still do this and that. But you could tell, I, maybe this is me being overthinking, but I feel like I can tell when they just like look upset, you know? Especially my mom. I feel like she's very sad and disappointed, but she won't say it because she's too kind and too nice to me, but and comforts me way too much. But I do see, I do feel like I see the disappointment arise a little bit. And that burns so bad, man. It sucks. It sucks letting your family down and letting yourself down a lot. And letting everyone who thought and letting everyone who believed in you down. But the truth is that's not true. You're not letting them down, you know? And that's what I'm trying to realize. The the fact that no matter what school I go to, I have to work my butt off, you know? And that's just that's just what it's for me. Like for me, I want to work hard, you know? For you it could be something completely different. Maybe you don't want to go to college, maybe you want to do something else in college, maybe you just want to have fun, you know? It's your life, your happiness. You choose that. But for me, and what pressure I put on myself, I, 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 I am on this world. I am in this world for a reason, right? And I want to do my best to find out that reason and find out the best way I can help people. I've been blessed with so much, and it's my turn to give back. And I think that's why I put so much pressure. I said pressure like so many times, geez, but that's why I put so much emphasis and constant attention to myself that you're not working hard enough. Work harder. Get your butt moving. What are you doing? And. I think I was talking to Akil about this, but I never had a breaking point, I feel like. I feel like for me, I'm way too optimistic, way too positive, and I kind of forget the pain that I have. Like, in the last year and a half, I have failed so many goals that I've had long-term since eighth grade. I know eighth grade is like my special year. That's the year when I said I would do all this stuff, like PSAT, SAT, APs, all that stuff. Like, I said, I know it's, okay, this sounds unrealistic, okay, but hear me now. I was in eighth grade, and I thought I could work hard and get it, because my mentality was, if you work hard, you will get it, okay? And I saw the people get it, so I was like, okay, I can get it too, you know? Perfect score on the SAT, PSAT, you know? All fives on my APs. Every single one of those goals fell, you know? And I always try to become, and I always try to comfort myself thinking that, oh, no, you have other stuff. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You'll move forward. It's okay. You'll do better. It's okay. And now colleges, and a way I think about college is that it's kind of toxic, but a high, my high school experience is successful if I get into a good college, like a really, like a proud college. I'm like a college that I was dreaming to go to, right? And that's not true, but you do think that sometimes. And it's kind of, so then, because then it's so much easier to think, oh, my high school was fine then. You know, it worked out all in the end, right? So I don't care what happened in high school, whether bad or good. But when you end up with a result that you don't want or you didn't expect, you start to think that, man, what could have been better? Maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should have done that. Maybe I should have done this differently, right? that differently, whatever, you know? Don't let that regret hit you and don't overthink that, trust me. And one thing I'm trying to learn is, like I said, we really need to start 
pushing ourselves, at least for me, I'm way too in the comfort zone. I had to get out of my comfort zone, start pushing and start really showing that what I'm capable of and prove to myself that I don't need this college to work hard. You know, the attributes that I would have done at my dream school, I should still have whether I'm going to ASU or not. You know, those attributes should stay with me. I shouldn't only work hard if I go to my dream school. I should work hard regardless of where I go and regardless of what I do so that I'm still successful in the end, right? And that's the proper mentality to have, I think. I, I know a lot of students, uh, at least I feel like I feel like if I'm feeling this way, I'm pretty sure a lot of other students feel this way too because there's only so much colleges can take, right? And we all apply, and we all apply to that, that like one, and we all have that one dream school which we wish we were going to, at least for me since like sophomore, junior, or even senior year, right? That whole thought process of like, I hope I get in, I hope I get in. And then you apply. And then when you see the chance dwindling further, 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 and then the point where it's like, uh, <laughs> you don't have any hope anymore. I mean, it sucks a lot, you know, just losing all that hope and optimism. But the fact is, excuse me, the fact is that nothing you do now is going to change the what the decision is. Nothing you do now, right? It's 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 right. It's the end of March. College is coming out. No matter what you do at this moment, colleges won't change their decision by you know. Very there are very few exceptions, yes, but what you do now is not going to affect your college acceptance or denial, right? So the only thing you can do is just focus on what you want to do. What focus on what you love. Focus on being productive. If you are very upset about not getting to your dream school, then show your dream school that I'm better than this. I'm going to do better than I, if I was there at that dream school. I'm going to do better at my local school. I'm going to do better at this other school out of state, whatever, you know, school that you might have not considered going to that, but you want to later. But this is something that I think a lot of students need to deal with, especially with that loss in confidence. That is something that you need to keep building up. And it's going to hurt for a while, I, I, I'm pretty sure. It's going to be a long time before you actually start believing in yourself and actually start doing it. But the only way to get to that point is by working really hard starting now, starting today. Because otherwise, you're just going to keep disappointing yourself. And now you're going to go in that si- same cycle over and over and over again to a point where you're just hurting yourself at that. You know, Nothing good is coming out of this. And you're just staying in the same swell of depression or sadness or anxiety, you know? All of these feelings come from your head. And it's all from your external factors around you that influence your mind, in a sense, right? So the only way to get out of that is by controlling your mind. Or not controlling, but finding the small things to be happy about, you know? I know this maybe seem toxic, but when I when I seem when I get like really dumb down about colleges, I think about I'm not I think about how blessed I am, honestly. And that helps me think that, makes me think my problems are insignificant, which is toxic, I mean, not true, I mean, not true, honestly, but it does help me get out of that state of mind and really push myself and go hard to help those people, you know? I, you gotta be thankful for what you have and work harder. My dad always told me, I came here with nothing and gave you the money you need, okay? Now you gotta do something with it, you know? That's what my dad's telling me. and. It's hard because I, I think that going only going to a good school, I'm going to use that money wisely. I'm going to make my parents proud. I'm going to make a significant difference if I go to a great school because I have that like sense of status, sense of, um, what's it called? 
Like, I don't know. But I'm also going with all the students from all over the country that have worked super hard to get here. And I feel like that whole thing will push me even farther, you know? That's one thing I really look look for, I think, just the environment for sure. Because environment is a lot of factors for because it's it's very hard to stay motivated on your own when your whole environment is against you. So if you're with other people that are the same focus on their goal, same focus on their stuff. I'm not saying ASU has none of those students. There are probably thousands of students like that. I just got to find them, you know. It's just harder. It's just easier at another place where you already know these students have worked super hard to get their butts super hard to get here. So you would expect them to work really hard. Obviously, that's not true for every student at whatever Ivy League or whatever top school that there is. But it is a thing that I considered. And I just want to say to all the students that may be feeling this pain right now, it will go away. Keep working hard and you will do great things. You know, you will be able to accomplish anything you put your mind to if you work hard, if you work to your best potential. And you got to define for yourself what is my best, what is, and be, have an honest conversation with yourself. What helps me is really just before I go to bed, writing in a notebook, thinking about all the stuff I regret. That sounds bad, but you know, like being honest with myself, what I really think about myself. Get out of comforting yourself, get out of feeling sorry for yourself, get out of that pity, but have a very genuine, honest conversation about yourself, to yourself. And just think about everything that is bothering you. And maybe that'll give you closure and maybe that'll help you open up to your next phase in life. You know, I don't want to, we shouldn't be going to our college if we're not, happy with the choice we're going thinking that oh we'd be so much happier in another school no that's not that's just going that's just toxic at that point not going to help you with anything you got to make the best of your own situation right life is full life life is full of so many different challenges and yes maybe this is a sign for us to maybe this is like a good sign in the long run or something it obviously feels like shit but maybe it's a good sign in the long run for us and maybe it will drive us to be successful I think that this, these two weeks have really shaped my perspective on a lot of things and have really humbled me in a sense because I'm not trying to blow my horn to my horn, but I did have a big ego and I was very, I was very, very shocked when I got waitlisted and rejected from all my schools. And I guess having that ego, like the pride goes away and that's, that's something that also hurts. And yes, people say if you expect disappointment, you, you won't get disappointed. I hate that philosophy. I think always be optimistic. Even for my other three schools, I am still hopeful. Obviously, I'm not as hopeful as I was a month ago. But, you know, we'll see how it goes <laughs> next week. I guess I'll give an update probably after everything comes out. If I, who knows, maybe I will get into one of them. But if I don't, then I guess I have another thing to talk about. But, yeah, I think this is, this is really hard. This is really hard. Just talking about your fav- like failures online publicly and hearing people like listen about it. But I do think it's important for us to address it because although teachers say that and parents say that it's okay, you'll be fine, it's not the college that defines you, why do we feel that way? Why do we tie our identity to the college. Why do we do this thing in the first place? You know, why are we so attached? All those questions, I have no, I have no clue what the answer is. And I think that's why we all get so hurt. We, some of most of like a lot of us get hurt sometimes.
because we attach our identity to that college. We attach what we are to that college. We attach ourselves to that college. And when we think we lose that college, we lose a piece of ourselves. And then we go in the spiraling state of just regret, sadness, and frustration. You got, we got to understand that our, ourselves aren't attached to anything except our body, our mind, right? Our characteristics, our qualities, our skills, our, um, our what's it called? What's the word? I don't know, but <laughs> stuff you're good at, stuff you're not good at. It's all with you, not to any college person, you know, other someone else, anything like that. It's all to you, right? So we got to remember that all of these attributes will stay with us, but we still got to, we can't forget them. Everything you talked about so well yourself, excuse me, about college, you got to talk about, again, bring it up. Show show yourself that you have these qualities still, regardless of what college you're going to. Show yourself that no matter what, you will be able to do these things. I know I'm going in a bush, but this is like around the bush a lot. And like, uh, is that the is the term? I don't know. But I know I'm saying the same thing over and over and over again. And this might be too much to hear, but this is something you need to log into your brain. Repetition is the best way to get stuff done, right? Repetition is the only way to really show yourself that you can do this. And keep thinking this way, right? You got to tell, you got to genuinely believe in your head that yes, I do not need this college and I have all these attributes I told the college that would make me a good candidate for that college, right? Tell yourself that I will keep improving on these attributes and skills to make myself an undeniable candidate if you want to go into the master's or if you want to go in, into your job, right? You want to be a great candidate for any business to hire you. And the same thing applies then, right? In four years, so you might want to go to that dream school for a master's degree. So work your butt off now in these next four years so that dream school will never accept you. Think in your head. Obviously, if they do, you, you got to believe that you did your best work towards it. And that's that's my intention. If I don't get into my dream school this year, this year, which is probably going to happen, I'm going to work my butt off at ASU more than anyone else around me. And I will make sure that in my master's, I'm going to go to a I'm going to go to a different college that's much better one that I could ever dream of, you know? That's my goal and that's my intention. That should be yours too if you want to keep going. Don't dwell on this regret, hatred, frustration forever. It will break you. Trust me. I, I was in this for one day and I couldn't. I couldn't handle it. It, it sucked. I felt I felt alone. I felt anxiety. It, it was hard. And it's something that it should be, should be addressed more and should be... I'm not sure if it is right now, but it should be this whole college decision season reaction. I'm not sure it was a scientific thing about like teen mental health and stuff, but this should be considered and this should be discussed more about. And I'm firmly, I firmly believe that this is not a conversation that is finished. But this is my, I might go more in detail with my story if you guys want to hear about it. Otherwise, I think I'm just going to keep saying the same exact stuff over and over again. So I really appreciate appreciate you guys listening. I hope what I said does relate to you or I'm not, does not, not, I'm not saying like that. I hope what I said, if it relates to you does help knowing that other people feel this way and that you have all the answers. It's all inside you to keep going. Okay. And you are amazing. You are more than enough. You are perfect for anything for yourself. Never think that you're below average or insignificant because a building says you can't go there. Right. Always think that you are capable and amazing. And I know I'm saying the same thing over and over again, but 
I guess that's what happens when you don't prep your podcast. But I hope you guys have a great day. Stay positive and optimistic and hopeful. And stay motivated. Peace.